I feel like you're making it up, but you're doing a good job. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, goodbye. Hello, goodbye. Hello, mateys, and welcome to Louisville's best podcast. We're the best pirate podcast in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> or something like that. My name's Tim, and I'm here with some of my greatest friends. My only friends. It's a sad life. But hey, we're excited to be bringing you Louisville's Best Podcast, a podcast about everything, nothing, and all things in between. Let's see how everybody is doing tonight. Charlie, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, Tim. Thank you for asking. Charlie, tell me this. Tell me your best scar-related story. Scars. I don't have a lot of scars, but they're probably the best really? one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, external te- scars, te- not internal. Technically, tattoos are scars. Um, yes, I guess. Um, and I know you guys are big tattoo enthusiasts, but just a tip: uh-huh. um, don't get don't get a place tattooed that you can't reach to put lotion on because it itches <laughs> like a son of a gun. I've I can't reach that. my shoulder like the like the bot my shoulder blade can't reach it, so that's not fun at all. Uh, and you really can't ask your coworkers to help put lotion on. <laughs> Not anymore. It puts the lotion. You can't. Yes. Yeah, it puts the lotion on. Yeah, that's just um, that's taboo nowadays. We, when me and John used to work at the worst place ever in the history of all mankind, Circuit <laughs> City Music <laughs> Warehouse. I, I, John's first job was you were in the sorter, right? He, no, I was in pack out. Yeah, you're pack. Uh, I was in uh, receiving, and we had to we would get the deliveries in, and we would have to open the boxes and I wasn't wearing my prepping glove and oh. I took a brand new shiny razor blade and cut this box open because Max was riding, driving the forklift and I <laughs> cut the living bejesus out of my hand. I still have a nice scar right here on my, the the pad of my thumb. That glove wouldn't it, have stopped that. No, it was... it was a uh, Yeah, but it had been less. They, they sent me to an immediate care center um, <laughs> and they were like... Number one, we're not a media care center. It was the uh, the pediatrician's office in Dixie Manor. <laughs> He's like, and, and they're like, "No, hon, you need to go to the hospital." And they're like, Charlie Ferris? I'm like, yeah, it's me. Oh yeah, you look just like you did when you were a kid. Yeah, I'm still fat. And um, <laughs> then I go to Southwest Hospital, and uh, not much better. That was that was fun. Uh, when the Doctor had the shakes real bad, and that was fun with the, with the stitches. Them stitches are all crooked. I wasn't all the way numb, and he was scared to death. Was he a new guy? Yeah, it was his first stitches and my first stitches at the same time. <laughs> yeah, y'all made it through together. Aaron, all the way down there in bright, sunny Tejas. How are you? Doing pretty good. You pretty sound good. you sound like you're living the life, Aaron. Oh, always. I, I finished my Ninja Turtle quiz that I was talking about. Yeah, I uh, tried to take it, and I got, like, 15. Yeah, uh, apparently I made it way too hard. Uh, that's about the average score is about 20, 25 out of the 160 questions. So, yeah, I, I may have made it a little bit way too to difficult. Go. Way to go. How many people have taken your quiz, Aaron? About 10 so far. There you go. Aaron, tell me your favorite scar. Uh... One time I was riding a bike in the church parking lot. Mm, I know this story. <laughs> and I don't remember exactly what happened. I can it tell you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it was at Bay Meadows, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, were racing yeah. our bikes, and in, in, like, there was a circle around the church, and uh, we were racing. 
and uh, Aaron hit a gravel patch on a turn. Oh, that's always nice. And the bike went down, and his knee oh. looked like hamburger meat. And I was yes. like, oh. Yeah, I ripped yeah, up with, like the, the whole bottom part of the knee. It was it was lovely. It was, it was, that's mm, awesome. I was like, yummy. I was like, mom, Aaron's knee's gone. Brian. Yeah. Yes, sir. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Hair's looking amazing right Thank now. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Brian, favorite scar story? Probably my... Well, I had a bike story, but since Aaron's towed his, I'm not going to do that one. Um, I'm going to probably go with my ACL scars. Mm. Softball? Yeah, softball. And that was uh, my first and hopefully last taste of dirt. Um, it was great. Going around second and then just... like you just, There's nothing there. Yeah, you just fall flat down on your face. And then I'm like crawling over and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, why can't I... Why can't I get up? Mm-hmm. And then um, I always remember hearing when I was growing up, like if you break something, you all of a sudden feel nauseous. And I remember them like, let's go over here and sit down on the bench, you know. And like literally as soon as I sat down, it was just like this flush feeling of like, I'm getting ready to puke at any moment now. Like, And then that was when I knew it was pretty bad. But mm-hmm. we still waited a few, few uh, well, as you do, a few months. Technically, I went to Gatlinburg that weekend. Softball oh, was on gosh. Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Went to Gatlinburg that weekend. Went to Tennessee Vols game. Came back home on Monday, and I was like, "This knee is just still real stiff. I don't know what's wrong with it." And I actually remember my dad taking me to go get my X-ray, and then uh, that was when the news came. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Softball days were done. Had yep. to get the cleats, put the glove in the garage. What's yep. the what's the score? Where's the scar? How big is it? There's three of them. No, yeah. it's uh, they're right around my knees. So there's like one here, one here, and one here. It's where the three bolts are. Mm. So nice, or screws, I guess yeah. you should say. But yeah, it's either that or my shoulder. Got a Bolt little, action. Got knee. my little caterpillar. John. Oh, look at that! Ooh. Got to see brown shoulder. Get a tattoo, like a little caterpillar face on. Yeah, that's when I got the bone cut out. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. What? Get an extra bone. I did have grown bones. He's Wolverine. Wolverine, John. Your favorite scar? Oh, my favorite scar has to be the one that runs from right up underneath my nose all the way <laughs> into my into the middle of my uh, face here, uh, up through my, up my lip. I uh, I got my John acting like he's the Phantom of the Opera, <laughs> the one that covers half my face. Well, I don't cover half my face, but I could do without it. I could have done without it because, um, yeah, I got my rip, my lip ripped off. Got oh, just in saying a, it, just in saying a boating it. accident. I got hit in the face with a kneeboard at about thirty miles an hour. I probably should have broke my neck. But fortunately, it just spun me like a top. And uh, when I got out of the water, my lip was parted like a scroll. It was just <laughs> up here. And uh, I went to the hospital, and the guy was like, we have way too many four-wheeler accidents. Because this was in Litchfield, Kentucky. You know, it was like the, the horse hospital. You're lucky they didn't just staple your face. Like, they basically <laughs> did. All right, send them out. And... Um, well, fortunately for me, the one the one redeeming thing was is the doctor that came in. He's like, oh yeah. He said, well, he was like, I'm down here. It was like a Northern Exposure. <laughs> he was from Louisville. He was actually like a uh, he was a uh, plastic surgeon from here at Louisville. He was just doing some stuff down there that day. But um, I had to get 20 stitches right up here inside my nose, all the way around to the inside of that little. I don't have that. You know that little mm-hmm. thing that holds your <laughs> lip. Yeah, you don't have it. I don't have it. It's gone. It, it was obliterated. <laughs> the way of your gallbladder. Yeah, same with my gallbladder. But the funny thing was... <laughs> it's out there in Rough River somewhere. <laughs> his, 
way worse. Fish nibbling on it. It just sharted out. Some guys using it as some guys using it as bait. He's this like, is the best bait I've ever had. I didn't know there were jellyfish in no wind. Well, um, but the I was sitting there and the, Charlie's lost it. Is I was sitting there and of course my face is all. I mean I got I, they got all this padding up in there and it's just bleeding everywhere. And my mom is standing there and she's watching it. And the doctor's like, all right, you have all this stuff laid out. And all of a sudden they were like, we we got a code, we got a code. And he runs out of the room. And I'm sitting there, me and Carla, and I just don't even care. And you hear him coming down the hallway. And he's going one one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand. The EMS, they got a guy on a gurney, and they run by the door, and the doctor who's supposed to be sewing up my face is sitting on the chest of this guy doing compressions as they go down the hallway. And they're like, they're screaming all this jargon and stuff. They go by. My mom goes, Sandra, she watched them go by. She turns like, she goes, you were here first. Oh, my <laughs> I was like, I was like, are you serious? John tried to say, are you serious? But it was like, I was just like, are you serious? Has anybody seen my lip attack? Yeah, that's, that was the worst ever. They, they never have to get the numbing agent put into your lip because it runs off in about, about a minute and a half. And they just, they, they, they got it almost done with it up here. They got them all in except for like the last two up at the top. And he hit me with that Surrette. And I jumped. He said, you feel that? I was like, yeah, I felt that. He's like, all right, here's the deal. I can either just, I can give you some more of that, whatever it was. He said, that's going to feel worse than me just, just doing it. Oh, he said, so what do you want to do? I said, sew it up. I don't want any more of that crap in my face. So then last two Surrettes, he's just like, rip, rip. I about passed out. I mean, it was I was crying by the end of it. Oh, yeah. And I don't cry a lot, but man, it was. So anything around your nose, though, is going to make you Well, cry, that's what right? he says. So I mean, there's so many blood, there's just so many blood vessels and stuff. And the, the, the anemone ain't just wore up. I had two black eyes, a busted nose. I mean, it's a nose. wonder you hadn't lost teeth, dude. I thought I did. That's that Because when I looked down, there was just, I mean, it was just blood, blood everywhere. And I'm, I'm like counting teeth. I was like, what? Because I was not stupid. You lost a head of stiff upper lip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only thing that saved me that day from yeah. drowning was is I was wearing one of my uncle's. He had a life jacket because they boated all the time. And it was, pro- it was one of them like $150, $200 uh, fishing life jackets. So when, when I got hit, it knocked me out. And I just, boom, went straight to the surface. And I just kind of in the water. But it was holding me up, you know, way up out of the water. Of course, he came around a boat like a... And then just dove and off then the side. And then he saw boat. you. He's like, "Oh, hold on." Well, he said, uh, <laughs> "He got in the water and he's holding on to the front of me." And he looks at me. He was like, "You need to hold your lip together." So I grabbed the top and bottom <laughs> lip over here. I'm just holding. It. He's like, "No, you need to grab them on either side of your nose and pull it back together because it's not there." I was like, "Crap!" Yeah, I got a nice little scar from it. Can't smile. Do you, anymore. do you even remember feeling that? Like, I mean, when you grabbed your lips to put them you, together, the did you feel kinda, them, or were you in like shock? Kind of goes away. Like you just. You know what I mean? Like the last thing I remember is getting pulled underwater, and then I, I, I the really last thing I remember is I heard a boom. That's what a boom, just like that. And then I don't remember anything really till I got to the hospital. Gotcha. I, I, they, I mean, I got out of the water. I mean, I know it was under my own power. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. But remember. you don't remember grabbing your lips like, uh, like, shook like, like a dog. His lips. No, I don't. Like, I don't remember any of it. I kind of blood squirting everywhere. It literally was like you to die off, It was little. I mean, I never got hit in the head that hard. In my. I mean, that was. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> most people don't. And, but it was like in the movie. You know how they like how they um, how they like open their eyes and they see just a couple seconds and it goes dark again and opening. That's kind of the way it was because I looked down. It's like it's everywhere and I was just like, oh gosh. And he they drug me out. Of the, I mean, I was. Oh, <laughs> But I don't remember much of it till probably later that night. 
I remember the next day when I was on the um, hydrocoding, though, and the cat talked to me. The cat was talking to me on the hydrocoding. That was a good one. As you do. Yeah. As they do. Yeah. It was like, hey, buddy, your teeth there. Look at a little... Uh, Carla, <laughs> Carla had gone to work, and I was laying on the couch in the apartment when we lived in apartments, and you'd hear everybody shower come on. And I was, I mean, I was high as a kite on that stuff. And I'm laying there trying to watch TV, and I could have swore my cat came in there, and she leaned up on top of the couch, you know, like put her front paws on the couch. She said, hey. I was like, what? She's like, I just want to let you know there's a weasel in the bathroom taking a shower. And I was like, a weasel taking a shower? She's like, yeah, but don't worry. I told him not to use all the hot water. And then winked and ran off. I told Carla, I said, the cat was there talking. But she's like, all right, the rest of that stuff's going down the toilet. Did the cat have your voice or did it have like a cool accent? It was just a, just a boy. I mean, it was just like talking. Yeah, it was just, hey, guess what? So I don't know, man. It was it was trippy. It was a total trip out. Mm. She didn't really talk. I mean, I don't think she <laughs> I didn't did. think so. Too. Maybe. Well, I don't know. So that's like I have to. Aaron, Aaron's down there in Texas, wide eyed, going, <laughs> "What? What?" Like Ninja Turtles. Anyways, that's my story. Uh, I'll give you a choice, John. I can right. either tell the finger story. Oh god. Or I can tell the forehead story. Tell the. I Do the know. forehead. Forehead. Yeah, we haven't heard the forehead. The okay. finger story just makes me all like when I yeah. when it's ball sitting up. on the table yeah. and you're like, oh. Yeah. 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 Would you be gloved? No, 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 here I'll flip you off real quick. See the difference in sizes of my fingers? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's that one right there got peeled away by a table. This is a little bitty finger. <laughs> you got tiny hands. Anyways. <laughs> that one little finger on there. Like a baby finger. Uh when we were like three or four, I don't know, three or four. Uh my parents did that thing and I've told the story of Bolo before. It was one of those things when you come out of like the grocery store and somebody's like selling dogs out of their trunk. Um and uh now, wait wait, what state was this in? It was Florida. Okay. Of course it was. Oh, yeah. It was Florida, man. That makes sense. I wasn't sure. I just wanted to make sure. It was either Florida or Texas. And either wait, one yeah. or viable options. Either one, yeah. <laughs> Texas you could have eaten them. But um Florida. Um they were selling her. Aaron, were they selling or giving away? I don't know. Anyway, we got one of the dogs. I'm sure they were giving them away. I doubt. <laughs> These dogs were all for. insane except for one that was like calm in the corner. And we got that one. And it had Parvo. And we took it home and it got out of the car door and it just went crazy. <laughs> it, like we had to like chase it like for 20 minutes to catch this dog. It was like a mixture of a chihuahua ver- with something a little bit a larger. Beagle. Yeah. yeah. I don't It was just. Beagle. <laughs> Anyways, we got that dog home, and it was a holy terror. Uh, Aaron and I were petrified of this tiny dog because all it wanted to do was bite us. Um, one time, it chased Aaron onto a top of its doghouse, and so like literally, Aaron's in the backyard, stuck on top of the doghouse because the dog's trying to eat him. So Aaron tries to jump off and run and landed straight on a nail in his foot. It's oh, fantastic! That's worse. Um, mm-hmm. We chained it to like one of those old swing sets. Yeah. Um, and it just dragged it around. It dragged it like 100 yards, just like <laughs> trying to eat us. Uh, and then, uh, so I was like four. I was terrified of the dog. I got out of the car one day, and the dog comes around the corner running at me, and I turn to run, and the car door is still open. And I run right into the edge of the car door oh. and bust my head open. And uh, blood is just gushing. All I can remember is my dad trying to take like a white hanky and put it on my head. And when he took it his way, his entire hand was covered in my blood. That's all I remember from that. I was like, um, 
And then Aaron had to like hold the hanky for a minute because Dad had to call like my mom or the something. And so like I'm busted open in the front. Aaron's holding the hanky in the back because he doesn't want to like get anywhere near the blood. So uh, yeah, that's, that's it. I got Tim taken care of. Here we go. I got him under control, Dad. <laughs> I'm passed out from blood loss in the in the. Uh... It's gonna have to be a transfusion now. Aaron, do you remember that story any differently? I was pretty much it, yeah. That's, that's about all I remember. It's the doll coming running around the corner. And then uh, they took Bolo to the pound. He got out at the pound, and the pound people asked Dad to help them catch it, and Dad was like, nope, these are your problem, and left. And that was the last <laughs> of Bolo. He had, all, he had all types of luck with dogs. Uh, Mike the dog to this day, I, I have nightmares Mike about him. Mike the dog. Mike just... Mike like smoked all his life and like had a raspy "I'll kill you" bark and rest in peace. Anywho, uh, on to today's subject, not scars. Uh, Charlie brought a nice list from Screen Crush called the best comic book movies that have nothing to do with Marvel or DC. So we're gonna kind of highlight some of these, talk about which ones we've seen. Brian's just leaving the podcast because he's just done with it. Brian's like, I'll miss about one of these topics, and it's going to be something that's later on. I got time to walk around. Yeah. So, uh, and Dad. Number first, John, I didn't watch this one. I wanted to, but you said it was trash, so I skipped it. It's Death Note uh, from Netflix. Yeah. It's- uh, <laughs> live action Japanese adaption of Sugumi Oba and Tagishi Obata's manga is a hoot. It it's not a hoot. Source materials, weirdness, and twisted sense of humor. No, don't. It's garbage. Garbage? Well, here, here's my problem with it is, okay, it's it's an anime. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why do you have to whitewash it? I mean, I mean, and that's not a term I use. Mm-hmm. I use that liberally because I don't usually, it doesn't really bother me. But okay, when you're talking about this, 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 what it is and the way they do it, it's kind of like, okay, why did you have to Americanize it like that? Why did you have to whitewash it out? Why didn't you just yeah. use, you have this great source material it's based on Asian mythology, nothing that really has to do with American mythology really at all. So let's just let's just keep it as close to the source material as they, they did. Um, so Willem Dafoe is the only thing in it that's worth he's the he plays the um the yeah, demon. he's the voice of the demon. Yeah. Other than that, the story doesn't I mean it has some liberal stuff with it, you know, as far as when I say liberal, I mean it, it liberally taking, takes taking the, liberty. Yeah, yeah, it takes the source material kind of liberally. Me and Susie were big fans of the um, anime. anime, so no, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. I, it just didn't. The that story does not translate to an Americanized version. It just yeah. should have been kept a Japanese version. It would have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's my take on it. Other Aaron, did you watch takes. that note? I watched the anime. I never watched the movie though. Fair enough. All right, number next, Barbarella from 1968. This movie's 50 years old now. Older than I know. And some of it's, well, let's generously call them erotic elements. Very much look at But Barbarella remains a milestone in the comic book movie genre as one of his first attempts to try to, br- to bring psychedelic 60s pop comics imagery to the big screen. It didn't always succeed, but when it did, the results were unforgettable. Charlie, Barbarella? I... Uh, uh, Turned into a different person when I saw that movie for the first time. <laughs> that was a um, TNT Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs. Okay. And yeah, it just, it was so stupid, but she was so hot. I mean, you know, it was so, I think that's the appeal of the film in general. It's right. the dumbest movie ever made. It's up there with Plan 9 from Outer Space, but it just, 
you know, it's it's and it's so cheesy and so funny and so uh, not intentionally funny. But right. Yeah. Right. I I don't know if I've seen the whole movie, but I've certainly seen that opening scene several times. I'll One of the that. characters' names is Duran Duran. So nice. The fan got their name. Yep. There you go. Uh, time. But the cop. character is not hungry like the wolf. Uh, Timecock. I feel like. T- what? <laughs> wow. wow. I'm gonna have to censor that one out. Oh, please wow. put a Wookiee noise over that. Please. Wow. <laughs> Timecock. <laughs> it is Van Damme. It's <laughs> uh, good. That's a good mispronunciation. Ne- never mind, Charlie. I don't have anything to talk about on this podcast now. I'm, All I'm right. Good. good night, everybody. Yeah, he good just Good night, mine. nurse. <laughs> yeah, let's just, let's just, I should have just whistled. I think I did that <laughs> one. Good night, everybody. If you can catch us on. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Aaron's like a weasel now. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't had to MC. <laughs> I haven't had to MC this podcast in almost three years. But uh, we're, thank you for being here this evening, everybody. We're glad that you. Oh. Oh, we were to say. I wonder how that storyline goes. <laughs> <laughs> did you oh. notice though? He said that right after we talked about Barbarella. Totally did. Uh, yeah, yeah, there it is. I talked about Duran Duran. <laughs> what you do is you never let your future time cock come in contact with your past. Don't cross the streams. Don't oh. cross the cocks. <laughs> wow. John, don't you oh, dare edit this. I'm not editing don't this. Edit it's going it. out right as it is. Just for the, just for the explicit. will not make the cut. The, we'll have to put an E on You're this just going to have to like bleep every like other word. <laughs> God almighty, we're talking about the 1994 classic. <laughs> no, Cop. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have to put an E on this one. First one ever. <laughs> if only we could go back in time. Exactly, exactly what I'm saying. Like the Time Cop and Time Cop, and go back to '94 when Time Cop was released. Oh gosh, uh, Brian, you want to talk about Time Cop? Not now. Like it's totally the the mood is gone, Tim. It's passed me by. Kind of felt like the mood had started. Oh, honestly, really? no. I... <laughs> it was. A- I mean, it, all I was going to say when we when we were going to get to this part of the uh, podcast was that almost anything with Jean Claude Van Damme at that point in time was like an instant made blockbuster. Like it did not matter. It's true. And uh, um, now, of course, now I can never look at the title of this movie again. And, uh, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Like, That's what I am. Uh, uh, it's almost as good as his other movie, Double Impact. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was absolutely ridiculous, but the uh, but back in, what was it, 94 when yeah. this came out? The uh, the graphics were amazing. The right? actress he had playing his wife was absolutely gorgeous, and that's that's what I remember about the that's the only thing I really remember about the movie. Wasn't it, wasn't it the the lady from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yeah, yeah. it was Sloan. Sloan, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was a, an attractive. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I really remember about that is movie. Is it Mia Sarah? Is it? It so? is Mia, Mia Sarah. Look at you, Charlie. Yeah. Charlie's like I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Charlie's got Mia Sarah's like tattooed. I'm not saying is that it, Cameron uh, is uptight. But if you were to stick a lump of coal up his butt, by Christmas you'd have a diamond. <laughs> Number next, The Mask. Also from oh, 1994. I mean, you would see that theater. Yeah, I will go on to say I have not been able to watch it. I've tried to watch it a couple times, and it's just too over the top. But then I realized that 15-year-old me had a different sense of humor. Oh, yeah. And it, I think I'm giving myself too much credit. Probably like 17, 18-year-old me. 
I liked it. I thought it was no, funny. It was it was my, what, that would have been okay. like 15 year old. We know. all okay. liked it. I mean, yeah, it was it was a good movie. Smoking! Ace, Ace Ventura, I think, aged better in some ways. Yeah. The comedy did at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas with, with The Mask, it didn't. But at the time and place, it was perfect. It was perfect for that. Brian, did you go We all wore bright color face? clothing. We all, you know, it was very much that bright stuff. The, the Especially the. Film industry was very much into like the mm-hmm. super bright like colors. Dick Tracy. And, you know, well, that's yeah. what they were kind of running off of was that Dick Tracy look. Did you, uh, did you go through well. a Jim Carrey phase, Brian? <laughs> Not that I remember. Mm. And it was a breakout role for Cameron Diaz. Too. It was. Yes, it was. It was. Aaron, uh, I think. Did we go to the movies to watch The Mask? Did we go with Charlie? I don't remember. I know we went and saw Ace Ventura with Charlie yeah. and Dumb and Dumber. I don't know. I was, no, Dumb I was and Dumber. At, I went to Dumb and Dumber with y'all. And saw that. Yeah. yeah. No. Your mom took us, right? The Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We got that. Yeah, she Aaron's, did. Yeah. I feel like Aaron's I was there. The family historian. And my mom took us to see Ace Ventura, and the whole time she apologized. <laughs> I didn't know it was bad. Take your no. kids. Didn't, the, didn't she take us to see land. Highlander too? Highlander three, <laughs> yeah. but it, the, the, the it was that version was PG thirteen. Oh, was that the Mario people? And then they when the DVD came out, it was the uncensored version. Yeah. It was a whole it's different like unedited. It's like version. this podcast. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. Uh, number next, Kingsman: The Secret Service. Mm. Uh, I, I enjoyed the first Kingsman. The first one. For the, the first. For one. the most part, it was a good film. Uh, there were some things that were just completely unnecessary, but that. That fight scene in, in the, the church. church with Freebird playing mm-hmm. is just brilliant. Amazing. It's we, a really good we scene. We watched that down here one night. I hadn't seen Kingsman in a long time, and it was just it's a great scene. I mean the chore- how choreographed that thing is is just absolutely amazing. And, and you got it's also a Miles Millard Mark Millard. Mark Millard uh comic book, so that makes sense that it is so disgusting and over the top. Yeah. yeah. Has anybody seen the the new one? No, with rest. Okay. The, the King's Man. The King. I saw it was on Hulu and already. Matt, is it? Yeah, Matthew's. Dang. I think so. I think Matthew was dying to see it, and I'm like, well, if it is, I'm gonna have to know. watch it this yeah, week. I'll watch the Kingsman. Let's watch it. Don't watch the second Kingsman. There's one really graphic scene in the second one, which I know we've already kind of had an explicit episode, but I don't want to explicit it up even more. But I have to talk about it off air. Just kind of like took you out of the movie. Just kind of like. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I've not seen it, so mm. I'll I'll explain it later, Charlie. With a no, I don't, I'm not expecting to now. I'm just saying some hand puppets with a health book. <laughs> <laughs> Sin City. Robert Rodriguez got the Frank Miller's jet plague Neonora at the perfect time. Uh, Sin City. I enjoyed Sin City. Uh, I, I, the first one was great. Second one was not so much. I don't think I watched the second one. The best part about the first one is when. Um, Frodo, Frodo Baggins, mm-hmm. Kevin. Kevin. Oh, God, nightmares. When, he gets, nightmares. when he's got like eaten alive by wolves, and he made he made me eat my head, and he made me watch. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Aaron, uh, did you watch Sin City? No, I haven't seen either of them. So, Brian, no, right. saw the first one. That's all the first. It's one. all right. It's good. Did black and white? Yeah, with uh, with dashes of color. Gotcha. Yeah, the yellow man and all that stuff. All right. Number next, one of my favorite movies of all time, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh my gosh, Car- it's not Carla. Susie watches this all the time. I could watch it every day. I could put it on in the background and watch it every day. I love Scott Pilgrim. Uh, what is the premise, Tim? The premise is it's a man meets girl, 
Man falls in love with girl. Man fights girlfriend's ex-boyfriends. Exes. Exes. All seven of them. It's it's decent watch. It's it's not bad. It's quirky. Uh, it's Edgar Wright who made the uh, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, Shaun of the oh. Dead all that, Ant-Man. It's good. It's, um, got, it's got Chris Evans in it. Chris Evans Chris is Evans. in it. Which is, which uh, it's is got Macaulay cool. Culkin's brother in it. Jane Thomas. He's, he's actually great at it. Yeah. Wallace. Wallace. Uh, uh, Superman. Uh, Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh in it. Oh, Todd. And it's got uh, it's got Envy Adams who is Miss um, Marvel herself, Captain, Captain Marvel. She's in it. Mm. Yeah, her and Superman in the band together. Yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty decent. It's good. It's, it's, it's a decent. It's, it's, a decent it's got a lot of that subtle humor that is kind of, for lack of a word, it's like intelligent humor where it's just kind of like saying one-liners, zingers here and there, and if you catch them, you catch them, and, and there's always stuff going on in the background. It's, mm. it's a fun movie. It's, it's awesome. I don't know this movie. Accident Man in 2018, one of the best direct-to-TV action thrillers of the decade, is based on a British comic strip, and I frankly have never, ever heard never of heard it. Never heard of it. That's but one. the movie version, starring and co-written and co-produced by Scott Atkins, is a blast. Scott Atkins is a great actor. Who is Scott Atkins? We I discussed him on this podcast quite a bit. I doesn't mean and I every remember. time that I do, you're like, Whoa. he was. <laughs> Who is this Jack Wagon? I don't see anything else going on. Yeah, I know Scott in Atkins. In Expendables Two, he was uh, Jean Claude Van Damme's like second in command. He's a British martial arts guy. He's Hector. In um, Expendables. Yeah, he's an It Man. Yeah, he's an It Man Four. Oh, uh, he's the uh, uh, he's the drill instructor. Oh yeah. yeah. See, you just said that. Anyways, uh, Scott Atkins has stepped into the role that was left dormant by Van Dam, except instead of being Belgian, he's British and he does all these martial arts films. Some of them are funny, some of them are not. Some of them are trying to be funny and they're really not. Some of them are not trying to be funny and really are. But yeah, Scott. Atkins you can watch right. it for free on Tubi. Uh, to be or not to be. The Crow. Nice. The movie that, that changed Charlie's life. Yes, yes, The it movie is. is absolutely off the hook. And good. it holds up to this day. I still want to put on well, black so, makeup and cry. It's so dystopian. <laughs> it, 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 it does a good job of being to that point of dystopianism where it's almost apocalyptic. It's realistic dystopianism, too. Yeah. Though. It's not like, you know. It's urban decay yeah. dystopian. There we go again. Me and you talking about this. Urban but decay, here, we, yeah. here we are. Mm-hmm. But, um,. I can remember standing in the video store. I once had a really bad case of urban decay. Just just staring at the box, hoping it would come in. Those teeth came in for that. And I saw it. it, Yeah, the crow. Now the second and third one aren't good. But that, but that's, but that one scene that the one scene I like so much about it is is when he goes into the pawn shop and he's throwing Mm. rings at the guy, and the and he and he turns around to leave, and the guy's like, "I'm gonna kill you," and starts cussing him out and. Uh, Brandley turns around and goes, "Is that gasoline I smell? Is that gasoline I smell? Oh yeah, he's like, it like blows up the pawn shop. Yeah, that's it's actually. If you haven't seen The Crow, the original, it is a really, it's an amazing film. Rest in peace, Brandon Lee. Yeah. Aaron, are you a crow guy? Crow T robot. Uh, I'm sure I've seen the movie, but it's it's been ages, so it's not a I good mean, day. the character's cool, but I just I just haven't seen it in a long time. It's not a good day to be a bad guy. Let's Number next. It is the 2012 version Dread. Awesome. Yes, sir. Yes. Great this movie. Bumps, me and yeah. Charlie Great are movie. All, all in. Really kind of takes the raid uh, from uh, an mm-hmm. Asian film and kind of copies off that a little bit. And they're remaking that, the American I version. I saw that. 
Let's start Kevin Hart or something stupid like that. I want a Star Wars <laughs> version of that. The raid. Now, now that would be Ooh, great. Yeah. Like uh, I'm there for it. Let's let's plot it out after the after this because we're going way long. Uh, next is the Black Mask. Yeah, that's a good uh, yeah, Jet, Jet Li flick. Hellboy. I have still mm-hmm. never Oof. watched it. Which, watched you talking it. about Hellboy? Yeah, yeah, the Ron Perlman. Ron yeah, okay, Perlman. that one's good. You've know, yeah, like not seen it, you said? I've never seen Hellboy. Mm. Mm. I, I like, makes sense. I like both of his. Mm. Hellboy and the uh, Golden Army is yeah, good. You don't like uh, yeah. that new one they put out David. is garbage. The uh, the the Strange. animated ones are good too. So. Yeah, that one. Sure. The 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 Ron Perlman version is absolutely amazing. Uh, I liked it, even though I didn't know anything. That came out in that like that that genre where it had that. You had the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You had a bunch of those type uh, movies coming out. That Sean that Connery's point. last film. Yeah, it's. Um, I'll never wake again. <laughs> Winners always cry about their best. <laughs> came came close crying. to being Gandalf. I know, I know. Uh, number next, a three hundred. Zack Snyder's Super <laughs> Macho Vision of Frank <laughs> Macho. Historical fantasy graphic novel. That film does not age well. First time I saw it, this is so good. So good. Wow. I went and watched the sequel in the theaters. I felt embarrassed. Yeah. (laughs) I never watched it. I've never seen the second Mm. one. The uh, first one I saw, and being a history teacher, I was like, eh. I don't think Xerxes ever wore a gold skibby. I just don't. And really. was seven foot seven, <laughs> nine feet tall, with giant elephants and ninjas. I don't now, think that's this the case. next movie. I loved when it came out. Men in Black, Will Smith, mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones. I had the soundtrack. Oh, of oh man, did. of course I did. I was expecting. I went to the theater and saw that. Mm-hmm. Me and Carla <laughs> went with some friends of ours, and we were expecting more slapstick. And it wound up not being so. We were kind of disappointed in the. When we get out of here, some, John. Well, when you're expecting one thing and you don't get that thing, we we're expecting Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and we now. didn't get that. But over time, it's it was you know it's see it again. It seems uh, like it's right. Vincent D'Onofrio is fantastic. Oh in yeah, that movie. yeah, definitely amazing. This wasn't what we were Tony expecting. Shalhoub. Oh yeah. Uh, number eleven, Atomic Blonde. It's a good movie too. I haven't seen that it's one. It's Cameron Diaz. I don't flick, think right? it would be. No, your, it's a Charlie's Throne. Oh, Charlie's Throne. Yeah. Sorry, it would be my, your uh, speed, John. Do what? No, it's not your speed. No, nah, I don't think it would be. Uh, it, I always. It's one of those movies that I kind of put in this certain categories of movies that, like, I've probably seen parts of it, but it makes it together with every other kind of spy thriller like that. Uh, anyways, Art School Confidential. Uh, yeah. Brutal satire, greatly expanded from a short story by Daniel Klaus, mm-hmm. absolutely eviscerates the art and art of school worlds. It's, it's uh, is that Superman? Tom, what's his face? Anyways, no, um, it's not, it's not Tom Wellington. No, okay. Anyone who's even stepped foot in this landscape during this college careers will be mortified by how painfully accurate. Do you know this? Movie? I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's okay. Um, it's an independent film based mm. on an independent comic. That it's um, if you've seen Ghost World, it's the same director writer team. Okay, okay, okay. I've been working at the video store, so we come back there like that movie didn't have a single ghost in it. The whole dang movie didn't have more ghosts. That ghost. That's not what it's uh, about. <laughs> number next, The Adventures of Tintin, Aaron's favorite. Yes, this is based on the Belgian comic series by Herge. But it will always be the real fourth Indiana Jones film. Really? Brian? No. Nope. Tintin? I've, I've seen it. 
Of course you have, John. Same. Um, the animation's really cool. You know, I mean, it, like that, it. I, I didn't get it. That one I, dude's got a massive nose. Yeah, I didn't. I don't really think it's one of the things that I got. I, think I didn't just, get it because I'm not Belgian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there were so many waffle jokes. <laughs> well, it was just, you know, it's it's like one of them type things. It's it's just, I don't thing get I it. You know, this is, but it was, it was cool. The animation's great. Charlie, I'm going to go to the next one uh, to you. Ghost World. You just talked about it. Yeah, I love um, that movie. Talk so about good. Ghost World. So good. I don't care if there's not any ghosts in it. It's just a very well-made film. Um it really depressing at the end, but it's supposed to be. It's independent comic based on people that are trying to find their their place in in, in the world, and then also making really crappy decisions. But it's also, I believe, the first film of Scarlett Johansson. Yes, yeah, and the last good film with Thor Birch. <laughs> uh, I've always wanted to watch Ghost World, but I've never watched Ghost World. I just found like I think it was those movies that was never easily accessible, so I was just like. Like it was never like at Blockbuster. It was a massive they rental had, when I worked at a video store. A lot of, like a lot of places I went only had like one copy though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was like oh the one oh it's gone or it was like go pick out a movie that all the family can watch. I probably can't watch Ghost those World. One no, co- no. Those one copy videos were expensive to buy. That's why there was only one copy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Lady Snowblood, Aaron. Lady Snowblood. Famous for helping inspire Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill, Lady Snowblood is filled with unforgettable imagery and some of the most famous movie blood of all time. <laughs> movie blood. Uh, anybody in here, uh, Lady Snowblood guy? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, number next, Snowpiercer. Good movie. Chris Evans lives on a train. That's pretty much the movie. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is the movie. The future, everybody, everything's frozen. The only thing that still uh, has population is the train and everybody kind of lives in different um, sections on the train. Six different sections, but it's separated like poor, rich, yeah, you know, class. Cetera, cetera. Class. class. Class warfare. Class. Great commentary on class warfare. If you Interesting movie. If you get into that. Aaron and, and I... And a great commentary on how Tilda Swindon Swinton does a great job playing weird people. She's fantastic at weird people. Aaron and I watched this down in Texas uh, at Mom and Dad's house. And we were like really hyped for it. And then we watched it and we kind of got depressed. It's depressing, but I, I like it. It's a good yeah. movie. When they stick that dude's arm out the window and let it freeze off. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good movie. It's tough. All the Rocketeer. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started on Brian. that. Go for it, John. Oh, Brian. I, I am telling you. The Rocket Who? I, I went and saw it in a theater. I remember seeing it in the theater, too. I went and watched it in a theater. And I have, I have liked it ever since. It's, 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 a, it's a good Saturday morning kind of... Get your day going. Yeah, cliffhanger type movie that you that you'd watch. It seems like something that would be on, and the way they filmed it and stuff, man, it really set that like nineteen forties kind of vibe to it and stuff. Yeah. The whole bringing in the Nazis and a jet. I mean, how how much more cooler can you get for a pre World War Two movie than Nazis and the helmet John, and a the jet helmet. pack? The, the helmet. helmet, yeah, the yeah. helmet just sets it off. Yeah, it's the leather. it was kind of like Iron Man before we had Iron it was, Man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd go with that. And we found out Howard Hughes was secretly a Nazi. It would have been. I would now. I know secretly. they. I know they have talked about <laughs> doing a remake on it. You know, so they're going to update it or something like that, which is whatever. But having what they did then, the the, the cast oh, yeah. and stuff with modern day um, uh, CGI and things like that would be just amazing. I love that movie. I still like to watch it on uh, Disney. You're, you're Soundtrack's a good. Rocketeer guy, right? Bringing in Howard Hughes into it and all that type of stuff is just amazing. I, I didn't mean to take your whole thunder there, Brian. 
I like it. I just I haven't seen it in years. Yeah, oh, it's, it's good. First thing I watched when we got Disney Plus. It was the very yeah. first thing I watched. Yeah. No way. I'm sorry. Howard Hughes wasn't secretly a Nazi. It was Neville Sinclair. Yeah, Neville Sinclair. Exactly. But they had Howard Hughes in it. Um, Brian, it was your one time to shine on the on the podcast, and John. It's just it's just how it goes. First, it was a inerrant movie title, title and now it's, <laughs> then, it, then it was John. I didn't know John had a Rocketeer tattoo oh, on his it. chest. I love it. Y'all, yeah. I, I, that's what you should be for Halloween. That, out of all Ooh. the, you can make you can make the helmet. Ooh. You can make the helmet. That yeah, I could. And then you could turn it into a Doctor Fate helmet. Oh yeah, that would be something. I, I may Go have ahead, to make that note. You're welcome. I may have to look. You're into welcome. That. I don't know if I have enough time to do it though, John. Yeah, it's the time of the freaking world. February. I don't know. I'd have to find the parts and everything. You're and stuff, and come on. You made a freaking uh-huh. was it Ghostbuster pack? Like, still got it. You can I don't make it tomorrow. Yeah, I got bored, guys. He's like, uh, you know what? I was digging around in my basement. I happened to find all the parts I needed, and look, I just forged in the middle of the backyard with Margot looking on. I called my dad, and turns out he's got a uh, fire forge. And he's got some old pines because <laughs> he's a pine We couldn't thinner. get the jetpack going and the Margot peed on it and no, it fired right up. You could, you could do it out of cardboard. Yeah. You could build it out of cardboard. Spy Smasher. Never heard of it. No. Next. It's from 1942. It's right. one. Oh, Aaron. God, why is this movie on here? It's <laughs> old boy. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, no, no, keep going. Oh, my. Keep going with that one. You want to just lose your lunch? Just read <laughs> the premise. That's all you got to do. All you got to do. It's right up there with Tom Cop. <laughs> I've always heard that it's got like the most amazing fight scene in the hallway. So that's like the one thing I wanted to see was the fight scene. Yeah, but I watched Daredevil for that. And I watched the fight scene, and it's not that great. And uh, then I was like, you know what? I'm falling asleep in this movie. And then I read the rest of it, and I was like, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Number one, American Splendor. Same, it's a uh, not the same writer, but the same director of uh, Ghost, World. Ghost World. And this person Art seems to have a screen crush <laughs> on that person. That's a Paul Giamatti flick, uh, autobiograph- autobiographical about Harvey Peeker. Yeah, that is how it's pronounced. It looks like something else, but it's speaking. I got myself. Was a comic book pioneer, fiercely independent and powerfully autobiographical. American Splinter's comic follows the humble misadventures of file Clark Harvey Peeker on the mean streets of Cleveland. Interesting. Charlie? I loved it. Um, I had it on VHS and DVD. Look at you. Because it's held. It isn't held uh, Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun... It, it's a, and I've read some of the comics. Um... It's mostly him complaining in a comical way, but it's still a fun comic. Let me ask you this. Uh, Non-Marvel, non-DC, comic book related movie that did not make the list. Spawn. Ooh. Mystery Men. That's a good one. Aaron? Uh, The original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is incredible. Yes. Mm -hmm. I just just popped in my head as soon as you were saying it. It's good. It's good. Brian? Oh, I think they've all been taken. I uh, I liked the, the Shadow with Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Aaron, the That's sun is shining. Like. But the ice is slippery. Exactly. Uh, we'd love to hear what movies that are comic book related 
that we didn't mention that are not Marvel or DC, let us know on Facebook. We're on there, Louisville's Best Podcast. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, wherever you're listening right now. Just go back and listen to the last show. It's not as explicit as this one. Brent, I'm sorry that I uh, spoiled spoiled you. We'll catch you all later without Tim's dirty mouth. Aaron. I, yeah, I can't repeat what Tim said before the podcast. L- liquor! <laughs>